0: Hey everyone, welcome to the World Lab Podcast, I'm James Marshall and this episode is brought to you by Pure Sports CBD and Straightface. And Straightface is a new partner who have come on board who sell 5 blade razors delivered to your door at the cost of a 3 blade razor from the supermarket. It's an awesome setup, if you love your clean shave and you've run out of razors, make sure you go give these guys a try. You can do so by heading over to straightface.co.nz, use the offer code LADS. Put that in the promo code and you'll get a whopping 50% off your first order. Definitely worth a try. Make sure you do that. And also the merch is going to drop soon. So make sure you go over and check that out. Support this merch so we can help grow this podcast. All the profits will go back into this podcast so I can deliver you guys a better product. If you're enjoying the podcast, please support the podcast by getting yourself some merch. The merch is going to drop on the 30th of April. Remember that date and get ready to wear some awesome woodland gear. But anyway, roll the intro. What a lad and what a lad I have for you guys today an absolute superstar of both codes he first starred in the NRL for the Cowboys before heading to Super Rugby with the Western Force and the Sunwolves where he dominated for both those teams recently been carving up over in Japan including some world class performances for the Japan national side at the last world cup it is one of the great lads will tupo welcome
1: thanks for having me brother Hey, thanks no, for coming no.
0: on, and look at your picture. You you look like you've just gone and bought a brand new computer. <laughs> First guy to ever go buy a new computer to come on the podcast. No, I did that act- is a massive no. shout-out.
1: No, 100%. I did actually, yeah. When, when you told me to jump on and you said you need a laptop, and <laughs> I was like, oh, I actually don't have a laptop, mate. So I uh, had to ask the wife yesterday, is it okay if I can spend a bit on myself? <laughs>
0: mate, but no. you've got way too much money over there, eh? Just oh, go- here he is.
1: Buy mate, this is the laptop. cheapest one they had there. I said, mate, I just want the cheapest one that works for a podcast.
0: Oh, that picture looks unreal. That's one of the most expensive ones, yet.
1: Yeah. Oh, here he is. What a What's load. been going Three
0: on?
1: Uh, nothing much, bro. Um, we're on the break now. We played our last game against mid
0: Yeah, it was a tough one, week. eh? It looked, looked all too familiar for the mighty red sparks <laughs> <laughs> L- losing at the death. How, how was it?
1: Uh, oh, like you said, I... It's, it's like deja vu, really. It's like, oh, yeah. I've been here before. You know? <laughs> oh, no, nah, yeah. What a, I don't know. I thought we had the game and, oh, that's like every game we play really at Cola. You yeah. think you have it and then last five minutes, yeah. The other team has <laughs> you, it and then we're...
0: <laughs> Do you get to the point in the games where you're like, uh, even though you're up with like teams to go, you're like, uh, we're probably going to lose this.
1: Oh, I'm... I'm panicking already because I'm like, oh, please don't be a repeat. Like, I think we're winning by a try or three points. And I was like, oh, you know, looking at the time, hoping that time just fast <laughs> forwards itself, eh? But, uh, you know, I've been at Cole for, what, four or five years now, and I just, yeah, I feel the same every, pretty much every game, especially when we're, when we're, on, when we're on top. We are you, bro. Yeah. That's what that's what we needed. We needed, oh. we needed a finisher.
0: Yes, and I was not that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, I remember every time you, because you, you, you were out quite a bit last year and well, the year before with a few injuries and international commitments, but man, every time you came back, wow, we the team was just, they got a buzz out of it, oh, eh, because it was cool it having is. like a legend playing with the boys.
1: And I'm surprised I'm still playing, to be honest, like getting gigs, especially with my injuries left, right, so today, this year was, man, it was terrible, did my left, did my right, did my um, quad, did my pick, like.
0: What's your left and right? What's that one?
1: So I did my left hemi. Oh, hemi. Came back um, after three, four weeks, did my right hemi, first came back. (laughs) Um, Came back, did a bit of kicking, um, did a a strain, strained my uh, quad. And then, you know, Mokai was like, oh, mate, how come you're not kicking? I was like, oh, no, no, just got to look after my quad. Yeah, (laughs) I'm questioning myself, mate. How do I? (laughs) Well, what do I do? Do I think about plan B or do I just keep grinding?
0: <laughs> keep grinding, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. keep going. Are the trainings still playing up? Because, man, some of those trainings oh, that we had over there when I was there were just playing. I think up. it got
1: worse, bro, to be honest. Did it? Um, yeah. Like, we this year, this is the first time we had full days, early Wednesday off. Oh. Yeah. So it's gotten worse, bro. It's like, we, we, sometimes we do 10K days, 8Ks. Holy. Yeah. I no
2: wonder your hammies
0: are going. Uh, no, it's, it's terrible it's
1: terrible honestly like and then what Tuesday so leading onto the game Tuesday is a full contact day like 15 yeah. on 15 Thursday is the same Friday captain's run everyone's Jeez. feels like they already played two games in that week before the main game on Saturday
0: <laughs> does that sound familiar or is it a bit different oh, from when you were here sound, sounds all too familiar <laughs> <laughs> oh man Oh, you and Benny will be sapping away at the back, though, you and Ben Lucas. Yeah, we just complain, eh? Sometimes
1: I just think about to myself, like, mate, I've got to stop complaining. I wake up every morning on the train and complain about something. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good, eh?
0: (laughs) Oh, you might be ready for something else. But anyway, we've got got such a journey to get through because, man, your career, I went through it last night, and your career is honestly, like, one of the greats. So I'm looking forward to getting through this. So you mean how did I
1: survive through all my injuries, or (laughs) how am I still playing? Mate,
0: you've done it all. You've done it all. (laughs) Who would have thought? But anyway, let's 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 start at the start because I I know you're a Japanese international, but I know you weren't born there. So take our listeners back to what it was like for you growing up.
1: Um, well, I was born in Auckland, Auckland, New Zealand. My old man moved to Oz for a better opportunity. Obviously, got a job there and. Obviously, rang the old lady and told her, like, you know, maybe it's time to move on to Australia and see, you know, um, what the opportunity is like there for us. So I am moved quite young, really. I think one, around one years old. So, oh, pretty wow. much an Aussie. Oh, yeah.
2: True.
1: Trying to hold on to that New Zealand passport. I've still got it. Everyone's like, what are you doing? <laughs>
2: oh,
1: um, Yeah. Damn. I wish you didn't ask me that because I was telling everyone, nah, yeah, I'm going to shoot Kiwi, bro. But, yeah, anyways, <laughs> moved over when I was one. Uh, didn't play footy till I was like tennis.
0: Really? Um, what were you doing?
1: Trying to avoid it. Really, I just saw. Look, like, I, I love watching it, but then just I was playing a bit of cricket, bro. Who you? Spin bowler,
0: Harvajian Singh,
1: all rounder. And yeah, played a bit of cricket when I was young, but um, yeah, got into footy when I was ten years old. Then yeah, took off from there.
0: Bro, you must have been a natural gun from it at nah. ten years old.
1: Natural gun. That's Honestly, when
0: we, we had no shoes, bare feet,
1: humble days. Were well, yeah. Yeah, you? Yeah, you guys had that back, to, back in New Zealand.
0: Not at ten oh, though, was it? I thought that was like five. But ten, you're starting to get semi-pro. You, oh, well, <laughs> you probably like- you were probably contracted at ten. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's why New Zealand's up there in Australia still battling.
2: <laughs> <See>?
1: <laughs> um, what's it called? Yeah. No, I don't know why my family, why my parents put me here at ten. A, um, my mum said that I didn't really like the contact side of it. I love watching it, but just didn't see myself jumping on someone and yeah. Were you big? Them. Nah, tiny. Nah.
2: Oh yeah. I just started when growing
1: the... when I was seventeen, bro. Like oh, when, 17. I, when I was seventeen, I started yeah growing a bit.
0: But you were good before then, eh? Because I remember your Queensland <laughs> under sixteen side. That was yeah, a stacked, um, stacked team.
1: Yeah, I w I wouldn't say I was good. I was I was lucky to be honest. Um Who was it? Yeah, in that no, team? we had a really well all those guys are wallaby players. Uh, we had um Joe Tomain, Ben Tapwa, James O'Connor, Matt Tamua, um James Slipper. Man, there's so many like um yeah. Aiden where, Tua. Where
0: were, true. Where were you playing? What position? I was the
1: water boy. Well yeah. If they if they had no one, I was like, yeah, look, I brought my boots on tour. So, <laughs> now nah, I was playing um a bit of center wing, bro. Um, either starting or number twenty three.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. How did you make the? Why did you make the transition to league? How did that come about?
1: Um, we had um Andrew McAuliffe. I'm not sure if you know him. He's uh he was a Broncos hooker for a, a while now.
0: Oh yeah um, yeah yeah.
1: Um, he he came to my school, so he moved over from the com- uh, from the countries, and uh, they needed him to be at a school in Brisbane. So, which they lo- le- they located him at Brisbane State High, which was the school that I went to. Yeah. Um, then he just spoke to me one time because um, he was on Broncos and going to school at the same time, and he was asking me, "Mate, do you have you ever seen yourself play a league?" And I was like, oh. What was that so he told me, mate, do you want to come down to training or like you know, if it, if we can have someone ring you up and explain to you, you know, what they're uh, what the Bronx is about? So, yeah, it started from there. Then my old man goes, Yeah, mate, you can do anything. And I was like, Oh, here he is. <laughs> now, I was like, I, like I oh, knew you, nothing about leagues, so I started league at 16, didn't know they had markers, I was the third marker every time, getting penalized, didn't know I was getting penalized. Uh, yeah, it was quite funny, really. You, you live and you learn, eh.
0: <laughs> well, you mu- you must have learned pretty quick because you were in the Broncos Toyota Cup squad pretty quick, eh?
1: Yeah, I was. I was one of the honestly. No, I was one of the lucky ones because um back when we, when the under twenties came, we had heaps of um older boys, you know, like experienced boys. But I think um the coach and the staff wanted to use up the younger boys. I think they must have saw, you know, that these guys can grow and learn a bit. and um, mm. Yeah, we, we stacked ourselves with, um we, oh, like we split it like half experienced guys and half young fellas, yeah. And I was lucky enough to get a, a chance to play in that team, yeah. I, I didn't think I was going to make it, to be honest, because it was my first time learning league, first time getting flogged. Mm. was terrible at fitness. Um, <laughs> didn't mind contact. I think that's what they liked about it, uh, about myself. Um and then yeah it went from there and obviously when they named the squad and the, the team to play yeah, I was yeah I was pretty pretty happy okay. and pretty privileged to to be yeah to be able to play starting center on on one side yeah
0: And this you had your growth spurt by then eh? so you were you're a big guy Yeah I
1: think I, I started growing then um learn yeah so at 17 18 I started growing a bit yeah uh, a okay. lot, lot of my mates over the years. Well, like, mate, you were short before. I was like, yeah, I wasn't that big.
0: So who else was? Who else was in that um, Broncos side? Ah, oh, Frank, Josh Hoffman,
1: Jerry Bill, Jarrell Yaoyi, um, Andrew McCullough, um Alex Glenn.
2: Man, what a, what a uh,
1: freak. Uh, Josh McGuire, um, Ben Hunt. Um, you you may know him, um, Jared, Jared Carhu. Do you know Jared Carhu? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah
1: he He's he was our, boy. yeah, he was a, he was our half uh, five eight that time. Man, oh, true. It. oh, Did he? Mate, killed it for us. I don't know why he left, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we had a pretty stacked team, eh? Like, like we we all talk about the old boys, like mate. We didn't even know that we'll go anyway, because um, during that comp we were the underdogs. So like, oh yeah. Don't know why Bronx put in uh, a young team. Don't you know? Are they gonna ever stand a chance against the Sydney team? Because mate, these Sydney teams have, like stacked. Tony Williams, like big boys, and these guys are twenty. Yeah. We're all like just turned eighteen, you know. True. Yeah. So how did you go? how did I go? Oh, Yeah. Oh, oh no. I, I, I was so humble. To you, no, you don't no. have to be
0: humble on this. Honestly, uh, I, I was tell lucky me. enough
1: to to have an okay season that year. No. <laughs>
2: In your
0: language, that means you absolutely ripped it up.
1: No, I had an okay season. Honestly, I was lucky enough to play under a good coach.
0: Wayne Bennett. No,
1: not Wayne Bennett. Oh, (laughs) Greg, he scares me, eh? My first year there, (laughs) oh...
0: <laughs> I remember having a
1: talk to him. so they, they needed um some young fellas to come in um.
0: Is this when you when you're in the um, Toyota Cap side? You got yeah. called into training Yeah, with they the got um,
1: called into the preseason game, and they needed some young guys to obviously see if they can fill out some spots throughout yeah. the season. I got opportunity to play on the wing. To be honest, because I was young, I just saw it like, oh crap! I get to play with um you know, like Darren Lockyer, PJ Marshall was our um our hooker that time sure um Michael, all those all these big names that you know they used to watch when you're young and I, I just saw it as a like um how do you say it? Like i didn't really take it serious with the opportunity that i was getting and then yeah. later on down the track i got told yeah mate this is they're actually giving you a shot to see um they needed a winger to start off the season and like i didn't get that drift i just got an oh cool i'll get to play a game with these big dogs and yeah, and then I remember that training. Wayne goes, "How good are you on the high ball?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm okay." He goes, "Mate, it's either yes or no." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yes, I, I I'm good." He goes, "Yeah, go out the field." Yeah, Darren like he comes out, kicks a few balls, shot the first one. He goes, and he, I could see him going, "No, no, you yeah, know," started catching it. And he was like, "Yeah, man, I'll go easy on you. I'll just, I won't talk. I'll just whack it." But even though even the normal kicks were just like, "Holy hecker. Yeah, but yeah, that's my experience. <laughs> and I was scared after when he said, "Mate, did he?" Yes or no? And I was like, "Oh, yes," but with a high pitched voice, like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so, how old no, were just, you here? Um, I think I was just eighteen. Oh, yeah, turning just eight, no, eighteen? No, no, turn, yeah. no, no, I'm no. I'm turning eighteen. Yeah.
0: Oh, just turning eighteen. So seventeen. Yeah, so it was still still the following
1: yeah, so nice. I finished high school the following year. I was turning eighteen in July, and I think that was the pre one of the preseason games. Yeah, got got lucky. Yeah, yeah when I, when I look back now, I was like, I wish I kind of took that opportunity a little serious. You know, when you, yeah. you when you're a young kid, eh, you just kind of like, honestly, when I was passing, I think Lockyer, yeah, it was like a kick. It was a like fifth and last, and I, and there was no hooker, and I was that and then Lockyer's, like, yeah, mate, just pass it to me, and I was like. I even shot the ball because he was talking to me like, Holy, he's he's asking me <laughs> to pass him the ball. So, you know, passing the ball, and you know, yeah, I'll chase everything. <laughs>
0: yeah, how did you get called into the Cowboys? Because you obviously didn't play an NRL game for the Broncos, but your um, first game was for the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, so the second year at the Bronx, uh, so um, I, th- I think you've know, I think it's like you pick five young guys to go in the top 25 to fill out the top 25. Oh, for the top squad. So, yeah, I, at that stage, that following year, I was playing back row center. Uh, but then I uh, got an opportunity, one, one of my mate, who was a coach at the Bronx, spoke to Neil um, Henry down at um, the Cows and they needed a center back row. So, obviously, I fitted in and he was like, mate, go up there and um, do your thing. And then um, when you ever want to come back, come back. So, I ended up staying there two yeah. years. Uh, got my first gig there. Um in 2010. Yeah, it was unreal, eh? It was like I, I kind of went there just, you know, I gotta contract the cows just see how it goes, you know. Not like, oh yeah, I want to play what's it called, NRL and stuff. But yeah, I was lucky enough. I think the fourth round in 2010, they we made a few changes. Me and my mate um Ray Thompson debuted for um against the Titans. And yeah. Got told off from
2: JT the first game, yeah. And
0: like, did yeah. What, what did he say? Because I used to love you, JT. That was one of my favourite parts about playing uh, at Coke was yeah, hearing he your JT lock, stories mate. every day. Oh, here are you is. Like, You're yeah. the one who mocks me
2: now.
1: I don't even <laughs> no, talk about you, it.
0: <laughs> you used to tell me a cool JT story literally <laughs> no, every me. day. I used to no. love it. So let, give me your first one. Here we go. On debut, anyways.
1: Played um Titans and do you know Melicello? Um, what um it, yeah. You uh, back row, uh, mate. He's a big boy. I'm a, I'm a stick, right? So he runs a good short ball. Obviously, I was the guy in front. I, I you know, I went to kind of, oh, I should have t- tried to tackle better. You know, it was like a, like a little hug, and he kind of put this big fan in the middle of my chest. I obviously, got fended. Yeah. They scored, and JT goes, mate, welcome to NRL. This is yeah. Anyway, he goes, mate, you got to get in there next time. with so and I was like, because mate, don't put, your, you know, he was telling me, don't put your head down now, mate. Got to, you know. Next job, next yeah. job. And I was like, yeah, sweet. And I felt so small when he goes, mate, welcome to the NRL. <laughs> welcome to the big boy stuff. Yeah, ever That's since then, yeah. I had to harden up.
0: <laughs> oh, but you trip. obviously played well enough to keep your spot.
1: Yeah, honestly, I was lucky enough to play amongst those fellas. Um, when I look back now, you know, we had a really good team, but obviously didn't have a good season. mm. But, um, yeah,
0: your team was stacked, eh? But there's one one date that I remember. Everyone remembers where they were that day, the 24th of July, 2010. Golden Point,
1: uh,
0: Cowboys uh, versus Newcastle. Yeah, JT was, uh, gets the ball, throws it to Willie Tonga. He squares up the last defender, gives it to Tupo on the 40. Man, what do you do? Yeah, so t- talk me through it. No, I'll, I'll talk you through it.
1: Um, yeah. When I've got the ball... As a winger, everyone expects a winger to do something right. I wasn't – to be honest, I wasn't really those wingers who can free and create magic. So, anyways, lucky enough um, – who was the, the last – you saw the – You go playing
0: Newcastle. Oh, it was yeah, Gedley, lucky yeah. – you know,
1: obviously, lucky he slipped off my leg. And then – to be honest, it wasn't planned. Like, I remember getting into mate, did you plan that? Did you know that you're going to come back in and back out? I said, like, no, I didn't. I, it was kind of like just – Try to do something, you know. Obviously got on points. Um, yeah. I was lucky enough. Kurt Gidley let go of my leg, and then you know, try to pretend <laughs> I could step, and then you know, in in and out, and yeah, lucky enough to get that try. Oh, man, it was that as must as have a look- flick, man. I, yeah, it wasn't planned, you know. It was like, oh, how did I do? That? I was I was shocked too when everyone was like, "Mate, you scored!" I was like, Boy, "How did
2: I get here?" <laughs> Just blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> You oh. just
0: went into God mode for about ten seconds. It was unbelievable. Oh, oh, and yeah, the so celebrations enough. after that—you must have earned the team's respect. You must have felt pretty good after that, because obviously you just won the game for the boys.
1: Yeah, you know, obviously um, lucky I did score that try because there's, a, I think there's a, a few times that I dropped the high ball. I think right. I jammed. Oh, I should have, because t- I was getting to Walter, mate. Try defending that guy one on one, and um, I think I let him in twice. <laughs> No, I let him in once, but it was pretty crucial that if he didn't get a try, we would have still, you know, be comfortable ahead. Yeah, yeah. but anyways, he scored a try. I just remember looking up and everyone was like, come on, mate, make that tackle.
2: <laughs>
1: in my head, I was like, mate, how about like try to stop that ball coming out of here, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, lucky enough, honestly, it's something that I'll remember. Um, I, I still get buzzy, eh? Because honestly, when I when I look at it, I was like, man, how did you even get there?
0: Yeah. Was that your favourite try of your career? Yeah, it's probably the only try I've scored in my career. To be honest, <laughs> did JT shout you after that? He must. Uh, what did he say?
1: Uh, I,
2: think,
0: I don't know.
1: I just remember the guy goes, "Mate, that's that's how you score. That's how you play." Now we had a good crew, man. I think we had a good culture there. You know, it's. Um, you know, getting high fives from these guys like, man, I'm in the club now, yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, getting getting comments like that from the big dogs, you know, it's, it means a lot. Eh? Um, a yeah. as a young guy trying to trying to create a career in the NRL.
0: I know you were a dad real young too, eh? So had you had a child at this age? Had you had yeah. your boy at this age? Got a bad memory. Um,
1: had no, I haven't. I had my first one when I was 21. Yeah, oh, 21. I was, oh, I, was I was married young. Yeah. So married at uh, nah. I, <laughs> at, I think 20, Yeah. Did ya? Yeah. True.
0: You just Quite. knew. Love at first sight.
1: Yeah, I knew. I knew Jazzy was the one. I eh? just uh, yeah, it happened. Hey, eh? just need to lock it in, just in case she <laughs> um changes her mind.
0: <laughs> nah. How long? How long had you been together?
1: Um, a year and a half. True, It's pretty yeah, short, eh? For but a young like, fella. Oh, i tell you, Oh no. Go on. I might as well say the story, eh? So, anyways, I was yeah. moving, moving from Brisbane to Townsville, and obviously, um, I told Jazz, look, you know, oh, do you want to get married down the track? And she was like, oh, why not now? And I was like, oh oof this is yeah I just signed a contract I'm not sure if it's stable or not but
2: yeah um, <laughs>
1: um then you know obviously I, I wanted to ask her dad so I was like I'd oh, do mine if I because why would you want to ask my dad so I just thought it's a it's a good thing to do even though I didn't want to go and say hey look is it okay um if I can marry your daughter anyways yeah that's what happened and he goes look I didn't want her to go over being boyfriend girlfriend and then have to give up her work that she had just to come up there for my work, you know. So that's yeah. the process. Because if you do love her, um, then yeah, you, you have to. Do it. So I went and asked him, and man, I sounded like a girl. Was, it, it, the high pitched voice came out, and I was like, <laughs> and "Then he goes, mate, do you want water?'" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so he said, "Can I have a glass of water, please?" Yeah. And I just told him, um, "Yeah, I was quite young. I, eh? it's just, I think Jazz didn't want to move without." committing to something the
0: commitment yeah fair yeah
1: enough. and I, I wanted to commit but it was a lot like, it was quite a mate what kind of 19 year old thinks yeah man i'm gonna get married mm. except for myself but yeah <laughs> so obviously we got engaged man it wasn't romantic it was just like would you marry me and Joe's like are you asking me or i was like yeah i'm, I'm asking you she's like yeah of course i was like oh cool that was that was my little romantic moment <laughs> Anyways, yeah she came over after six months i was there Lost a lot of weight, training was freaking tough. Um, yeah, that's how it happened. We got married in Townsville, and yeah, history took over. Yeah, that's it.
0: Now you're still together, still happily married. Two kids, third on the way. Yeah, what a dream couple.
1: I hope this one listens, eh? Because of my other two, (laughs) oh, they got my ears.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, you obviously played two years at the Cowboys. Yep, two very good years. So then, what was what was the reason behind the move to the Force?
1: Everyone, uh, a lot of my mates asked me that, and it was pretty awkward. Um, how did it happen? I, I I played. Um, every time we had a bye week, or if we didn't make the NRL team, we'll go back to our theatre club team, right? So the guide, um, Siebel, he was the the Bronx coach. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and he was my um, Anthony. Yes, yeah, and he was um, he was a Melbourne for a bit and Manly. Um, so, see, he spoke to someone that he knew from Western Force and they said they're pretty keen on uh, a centre. He tells me about it and I just went, look, I played Union before, so that's something that I grew up on. Yeah. So, it wouldn't hurt. So, I spoke to my old man and he goes, look, it's up to you. But I was going through a lot of injuries at the Cows and I, I thought that was my like my excuse to kind of leave. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I thought that was the answer. So, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take this job. I needed something different. I needed to travel. You know, they were saying I was going to start there, so I think that's what caught me. Yeah, and
0: it must have been massive coin.
1: It was massive, and because I was still talking to the cows, and they said, "Um, "Can you think about it?" You know, because we obviously we we want to keep you on, and I wasn't really thinking. I was thinking about, look, God, I need to clear my headspace. Maybe moving is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's how I got there, and obviously. These, these coaches are from Brisbane, so it's a small world. They've said that who they knew, and I knew them, and that's yeah. how I got there. Yeah, through the coaches, um, my affiliate team, and he knew and made them. Yeah, that's how I got over to the, the force.
2: Did
0: you ever miss rugby when you were playing league or not really? Nah. I, I didn't watch any
1: rugby, to be honest. It was just league yeah. all the way, yeah. yeah.
0: When you were young, you loved union, and then when you started switching to league, you just fully immersed into league.
1: Yeah, I just thought, look, if I'm going to move, I, I might as well give it a good crack, you know? Yeah. And um, I've got enough, um, my old man always tells you, you've got nothing to lose if you go to the league. If you don't like it, then obviously you can come back and um, start from scratch. But yeah, I was lucky enough that when I made the move, it kind of worked out. Do you know what I mean? So I was one of those players who were lucky enough to get that opportunity to get a crack at NRL and obviously get a crack at Super. I'm even lucky to even stay on footy to be honest. Yeah. So it's all about opportunity to be honest. And and oh. what coaches love you and what coaches don't. So yeah.
0: Oh, it's a massive part of it, eh? Contacts and who likes you and yeah, who's gonna get 100%. you places. It's crazy, eh? Yeah. Great advice for anyone listening is don't burn bridges with coaches, eh? Just keep them all happy because you never know. Oh. It's such a small world, eh? Everyone knows everyone. Um, guys move, and you think you might not see that coach again. But man, five years down the track, he's probably going to be your coach again.
1: That's the thing. Yeah. Eh? I I think that's um as players we don't we don't get that. You know, we 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 kind of get caught in the moment, like oh look, oh I'll just leave. It's business, got to go. But then like when you build a good relationship with a coach or one of the staffs, then they down like you know, down the track, you need a job. They you know they can go, oh, mate. He's, he was a good kid when I when he was yeah. in the same team that I was, and you know. And I think that's what I was lucky enough to, to have good coaches and build a, you know, a, a good relationship with them and to be able to hold a contract wherever I was going to go. You know? You're
0: know, you a so, good yeah. kid. So talk to me about <laughs> your move to the force. <laughs> what was it like when you first went over then, having to adapt to the union again?
1: Oh, mate. Scary, eh? Um, mate, I uh, went to the force with hardly any money. Um, they put us at the What this, did you do um, with your
0: league money? Oh,
1: um, right. mate. Long story. We'll keep it short. But, yeah. Anyways. Too many
0: laptops.
1: Oh, no. Anyways, long story short, went to the force with um, whatever savings we had. We got told we are got to be um, at a hotel for two weeks to where they find us a place, right? So it wasn't really a solid. Um, Oh, the contract was solid, but how they organized it wasn't really professional if you if you think about it. Yeah. So they put us at a hotel two weeks and our two weeks was up, so we had nowhere to go. Like obviously they couldn't find us a house by two weeks and it was just like all over the shop. So we were lucky enough to to find another place. So we moved out of this hotel, right? And then we caught everyone, everyone said they're booked. As soon as we moved out, I was telling kind of Jazz, you know what, we might as well just well, the army was like not not even one yet. I'm mm. like, oh we're gonna sleep in a car tonight because we can't find it. anyways. A hotel rang us up, say someone cancelled and we we stayed in there for like that's maybe true. another week and then oh we went and stayed you know, Peck Cowan.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, stayed with him. We were telling, I was oh, moping about my story about having no home and then you know, they took us in for a week or two. Oh, true. And yeah, that's how my experience at uh for started it was just yeah, pretty up, stressful hey. times. Yeah. yeah. So
0: when did when did you find a place? Mate, everyone that are
1: supports the force are gonna watch you
0: mate. Will's talking rubbish.
1: <laughs> uh nah. <laughs> uh, I think now I'll say a month and a bit.
0: Oh real. How?
1: Yeah, so we stayed at Peckfield. Sorry for him, you know, creeping up his style at home. Anyways, we were there for a week or two. We found a place. Expensive, but you know, we had to deal with it.
2: He um, had the <laughs>
1: No, nah, I didn't have the money yesterday when the lady told me to rent and I was like, Oh, have you have you not seen my contract or is it just uh oh <laughs> well, sorry, so if you can sign here and here and I'm like, oh no, but have you seen my contract yet before I sign? <laughs> um yeah, we got a house, cost what, seven fifty a week. I had an onset upstairs, downstairs. So it was me and my little family really needed the rooms downstairs and had upstairs with its own lounge room. And then when I said, yeah, so the dogs were 250 each. Oh, headaches. <laughs> and then, you yeah, know, that's when I started counting all my coins like, oh, okay. <laughs> I got milk, got petrol. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how it started. Experience just started there. Yeah, anyways, got the opportunity to start off injured again. The hammies went. Mm. Richard Graham was the coach at that time. I remember him stressing his, mate, look, we need you, right? Because, um, you have to be right by. I think it was like two weeks. uh in two weeks when they're gonna pick the you know the squad. He yes, mate, we need you right. So play came back and played one of the trial games, and then at training did Miami. Oh. and luck, yeah. So man, like my whole career, I just just up and down with injuries, eh? And um, yeah. got an opportunity in round four, pretty much similar to the league against the Tars. Um, I think they weren't really winning the game, but I'm not saying that I came back and won. I said the boys turned up on my mm. debut because you were there
0: though did they all yeah. know you from league and did they all think oh you were you the big dog
1: no i wasn't the big dog but um, oh, no. you know obviously the boys are like oh who's he, this league guy he comes here and tries to take the center spot and so and so oh that's the vibe i felt <laughs> when i came you know doesn't oh, even okay. know how to spin the ball he's still passing like the league. <laughs> anyways
0: <laughs> did you uh, show them your try <laughs> <laughs> on the group bot set. <laughs> uh,
1: Um, yeah so it start, I, when I started the force, it started off like that you know I think the vibe was like oh this guy's coming from league and obviously this coach likes him what's he about uh, and all that and that's how I started uh, obviously lucky I defended okay against the Tars and then like you know got a little bit of respect I remember Pocock being a Oh no Sharpie was a captain, Pocock was there. He goes, mate, um, um one of our drills of the league, like it was like seven v seven. And like in his group he goes, Will well, I need you to tell us what we should do as a defence team? And I was like, Holy heck, I didn't I, like <laughs> I'm still guessing my shots and stuff. But yeah, anyways, everyone just cut legs all day. Nah. But yeah, I remember him telling me and I was like, Freak, talking to me and telling me to do this. And you know, obviously yeah. lead the boys. Um, And that's another team. We had a stacked team too and still couldn't, you know, perform well on the game days, yeah.
0: Any highlights of your time at the force? Highlights.
1: Maybe debuting against the Tars and obviously um, uh, making a crucial read. And then obviously they knocked it on the try line and, you know, Yes, yeah, and I remember getting told off, like because you know when someone knocks on, you make a good read, knocks on, you know you drop on the ball. But I, you know, I think I stood up and like did the. Did you see that?
2: Oh. Did
1: you Did you guys see that? I just stop the try. Yeah, I remember doing the video. Guys, mate, look next time, like, uh drop on the ball. We know you did a hit, you know. Next job is like, uh oh, sorry guys. <laughs> uh my highlight is more like um, being around the, the lads. You mean like, um, like obviously the same thing. Like Sharpie was there, Josh, uh, Murphy, Pick, Cow. Like all these Wallaby guys. You're like, freak! I used to watch these guys, and I'm actually in the same team. And my, my highlights will be like uh, catch up, eh? Off the field, eh? True. What well, uh, end
0: of end of seasons, or
1: oh, just during the week. You know, everyone just complain about life and. Yeah. What the club's not doing, and yeah, I think that's. I didn't really have any highlights. I feel I missed the beaches there. The highlights of the beach. I don't know how to swim, but yeah, I just like to take my <laughs> surfboard and pretend I know how to surf.
0: So, what brought upon the move to Japan, heading over to Hino? You're at the force for two years, headed to Hino. What What was all that about?
1: Um, I suffered a, a nerve problem. Did my shoulder at one of our club games, and then I snapped a nerve. Um, force didn't want to take me on the following year because I still have one. But yeah, they didn't want to take me on so it's pretty risky to have a player like me not knowing if he can play or not. So, True. We went back to Oz, got in contact with a couple of the league guys, they, uh, league teams and they knew that I was coming back and um, like again, I was lucky enough to to have good relationship and they referred me to these teams and uh, Cooper was retiring at the Dragons, one of the one of the legends of the game yeah, Cooper. and oh. they needed a center. So obviously I, yeah, obviously I got lucky to, to get like oh, an interest from the dragons. Jazzy didn't want to go to Sydney so oh. I, I remember getting a phone call and I really wanted to go. And then he was ringing me up to find out my answer. And Jaz goes, no, He'd tell him no. You know me, I'm, I'm the shyest guy ever. I don't know how to, <laughs> so here I am going to look, um, there's a family um problem that's just come up um yeah yeah so i had to say all these things <laughs> and i said oh, i don't think it, it's the right time for us to move so yeah it's so, gonna i was actually got i was that close to go back to the league and they knew i had um the nerve problem they said look can we just bring you over see our specialist and um you know even do your rehab here and stuff yeah obviously then got to go to Penrith with uh, griffo he was the coach of the bronx but he went took the head coach or assistant coach at uh, Penrith, and he was asking me, mate, look, I'm uh, oh, oh, happy to have you, but um, we had to do it the right way. I had to you know, start from scratch because obviously I was overplaying Union. Yeah. Then uh, the Japan kick game, I was going to quit footy. So that time, I already went, uh, if if I'm not going to play league, I might as well just quit. And then uh, I bumped sure. into a good mate of mine, um, Hugh McMinimum, and he referred me to his agent and I spoke to him, and he said, "Don't quit, man. How about can I make a few phone calls?" Obviously, he um, knows the market in Japan, so yeah, gave me a, um, an offer from Hino, and said, "Look, would you go?" Then Jazzy didn't want to go to Japan, and obviously, it was like, "If I'm not going to do league, and I'm not going to do that, what am I going to do?" So we were talking to the Reds at the time, but Carl Michael took all the budget, so
2: um,
1: <laughs> so you know, it's either go there be water boy for a year or two, and hopefully get a shot. But yeah. So we took the Hino job, took on that, and they knew about my shoulder. They were happy. I, so when I went to did pre-season, I didn't do anything, bro. So it was kind of like just let me heal. Then it got close to their game and I started training. And, yeah, obviously, uh, um, did a test when I went back to Brisbane and the nerves started kicking in. So, yeah, that's how I got to Japan, really. So everything was a lot more opportunity. It was like I got lucky. I was one of those lucky if, – if you have to say, I'm one of those lucky players who – you know what I mean like, the opportunity was gone, but then there's another door open. You
0: know what I mean another one? You're too you're too good not to have opportunities. It sounds like you had about five different opportunities <laughs> there. But what was the deciding factor to take the Japan one? You said Jazz didn't want to go there.
1: Yeah, um, uh, it was hard. Uh, I don't know. Um, thought of my little one. Yeah. I was like, look, we'll go there for a year if I don't like it, and I can obviously because I had the opportunities with some contract in Australia, I can come back and knock on their door and hopefully, you know, they answer. But um, mm. we took the year on. Jazz like, you know, let's go there for a year. If we don't like it, then, you know, we've tried it. You know, what an experience to, to have, you know, to be able to go there and play in Japan and um, do something different. We loved it after a year. that The club asked me, oh, they were quite happy after six, seven months. they like, oh, mate, like, um, are you, would you be willing to stay one more year? And I was so look, oh, I'm not. I don't feel like going back now. So, yeah, stayed at um, Hino for another year. Um, yeah, so I've been here for like, almost seven years now altogether. Mm. So was
0: the Japan international um, scene ever ever on the mind? Nah, no.
1: that's Yeah, it's funny. Everyone asks me that question. That, honestly, like uh, Super was never in mind because when I left Super, I promised myself if I was going to go somewhere. I'm going to put my, you know, all my heart and work into one team, you know. Did the second year of Hino and then super popped up. You know, the um, first year of um, Sunnys came there. Apparently, yeah. I wasn't allowed to get looking because my, the team, my company said no. This is what I heard. My my boss said no. And, I, and we were in Div 2. So they were looking at guys in Div 1 comps. Yeah. Um, went to Cola. Uh, Cola put me into the super without asking, but yeah. anyways, long story short, was lucky enough to get another <laughs> opportunity at um, Sunny's. Uh, yeah, but like playing for Japan and playing for Sunny was never in my um, like one of my goals. Eh? It was just it was obviously like because I had a young family. It was just like just to maintain a contract and, and yeah. have something to pay the bills and put food on the table.
0: You mentioned your move from Hino to Coke. What was what was the reason behind that one? Uh,
1: Got to be careful. This, one, but yeah. No, um, so I suffered a um, patella problem on my, my right knee. So I've never had it before. Um, Man, how many the,
0: injuries have you had? Yeah. yeah. So
1: <laughs> I picked up this one at. Look at that artificial grass. And it was one run. Like um, when I say one run at that club, it was like we start off with fitness. we and it was like a long training block. Then we finish with our two-hour, three-hour session, and then we finish with a fifteen-minute fitness at the end and it was just yeah. like you know running it's like pretty much running on concrete and i picked up this injury i went uh i checked it here and they said that's normal went back home and they said i've got this big blood clot behind my kneecap and they said mate if you keep playing on there you probably have to retire um he found out about it on my second year because obviously they tried to rest me for four weeks but it wasn't getting better like every time i came back and i stepped off it it just kept blowing up yeah uh, and they try to say I, I had this injury. You know, when you when you do a report when you come here, you got to say all these injuries.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: never had a tell in my life. But I, I dropped every time when I played league. You know, the wingers have to drop. Never had any problem with that. But when I came here, they said oh, I must have had that earlier and didn't say anything about it. Yeah. So they they wanted to keep me, but they said they didn't want to be responsible for, for if I was to retire in a couple of years. Yeah. So they said, look, if you do want to move on. But they left me only two weeks to look for a team. So it's kind of like if <laughs> oh, I could have find a team, then I had to stay at um, Hino.
2: Yeah. And
1: lucky, Tim Bateman finished up
2: oh, at Kola.
1: Everyone's already everyone's already signed players, and they needed a center. Obviously, like I said, opportunity. I was lucky enough to get the the phone call. and So we came and told Hino, look, we're moving to Kola. And Kola, like, hey, you found a club? So obviously Hino ran Kola. Is yes. this true? And then
0: went over there.
1: Yeah, that's how my um. Yeah, that's how I got to Collar, and still here.
0: So you were two years at Cowboys, two years at Force, two years at Hino, and now about ten years yeah. at Coke just carving. We, we it wanted up. to
1: break. We wanted to break the the two year thing drought with um, at Hino because it was like two years there, two years there. I should have stayed more at cows. Should have stayed more at thing, but then you know, like got to Hino. Wanted to break it, and then obviously had to move on and we did two years here. We were thinking about like a, you know, a movement, but we, I just went, look, I've never broken the two year drought. So I need to,
2: <laughs>
1: you know, at least sign one more year just to go. Yes. Yeah. I've just done two, two, three, you know, what I
2: mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I got that. And, you know, now it's kind of like, oof, still here. <laughs> same, same results now. <laughs>
2: um,
0: <laughs> but what about um, your Sunwolves? How was how was it going into there? Because obviously it was a new side. Results weren't that great initially. Yeah.
1: Oh, to be honest, I enjoyed footy. Like looking at my career, like I know I've never been under a New Zealand coach, right? So <clears throat> my old man talks about <clears throat> the New Zealand footy and how they enjoy and how they see footy and how Australia don't, you know, do the same. So obviously got my gig at the Sunnies. Uh, Philo Tietil was the head coach. Ben Hearing. Yeah. They were the, 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 the coach, but being on them and them explain footy, i just like, freak, this is, I'm like getting old and I'm hearing this stuff now, you know? <laughs> um, But like, best culture. Obviously, the you know, the results wasn't, we didn't get the results when we played, but best bunch of players, uh, best group of guys, coaches. I learned a lot, yeah. I, th- I think that's the only time I enjoyed footy. You know, we had a game plan, but when you had the ball, if you see something, play it. If it doesn't work, yeah. obviously, you know what you should not done. And I've never been under a coach who said that, you know. When obviously, playing a Super and Force was like, this is what you can do, this is what you can't do. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't kick. you on not a kicker. I was like, cool. You shouldn't pass. You just pass pops because, obviously, your passing range is no good, you know. But yeah, when yeah, you come yeah. here, obviously, this is probably New Zealand. You know, you guys just have fun, eh? Hey? Just use the skills that you guys have and, oh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah lost the <of> words really <laughs> so then what about japan because who, who was was it jamie joe was the first was he the one who picked you up in japan yeah my gig
1: yeah i don't know how i go to japan to be honest because i already booked a holiday to go back and then i got a an email plus a call saying um did you know that you're illegible and i was like "Oh, oh legible for like oh do you know legible <laughs> for japan and I was like, "Oh, am I?" And they're like, "Oh, do you want to play for Japan?" And I was like, "Oh, I, I don't know. Like, if it's if there is opportunity, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll have a look." And they said we've got a camp in two weeks. Um, Jamie will like for you to come in. Yeah, and that's that's how I got in, bro. It was just like sure. over. A, yeah, just yeah, I didn't know that I was. So that's what I mean it was never my goal to to stay here long and to play for Japan. It was just lucky the opportunity was there, and then yeah, I, I took it.
0: Because it must be weird, because you you. Your Japanese is pretty average, probably, eh? Or is it still? <laughs> no, it's pretty average. <laughs> so what was it like going into like a full-on Japanese national side?
1: No, it was all right, because um, Sunny's were the same, because all these guys who played super played international. So,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And we had a hissing translator. I think that's the problem. When you have a translator, you don't even want to learn Japanese, you know? Yeah, you don't And it was the so, same right? thing when I went to um to the international team. As soon as Jamie said something, our translator was just like, boom, on, oh, on yeah. point. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah. you're not really looking at Jamie, you're just looking at the translator. Yeah, but like you know, going into that camp was – uh I heard things about Jamie and then, yeah, oof, it's pretty intense. I've never what been in that? a meeting. What was that like? Just sweating and – um, no, he just <laughs> – I remember the meeting just telling us um, what he wanted and <clears throat> what he expects. But, you know, he just needs to say a few words and you know he's serious, you know. Mm. No, freak, it was good. I remember getting tell- told off heaps of time, mate, mate, if you've got to jam, jam. If you don't want to jam, don't jam. I was like, yeah, sorry. I'm getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I learned the hard way. I remember getting the opportunity to play. I was in a camera and I was ringing jazz. I was like, I don't know if I want to do Japan still. Yeah, <clears throat> And she's like, oh, just ride it. You know, if you get opportunity, get opportunity. If you don't, no, you, you can say you've done it, you know. So, anyways, played Ireland. Didn't play the first game against Romania, but played the second game against Ireland. Got lucky enough to to um, debut. And Timmy was my partner, you know, 12, 13. Oh, and then um, Timmy man. got injured, um, kept his run. He kicked it, and and I think did his groin or something. And then yeah. I partnered up with um, Carpenter, another oh, yeah. great center. Yeah, Derek. Oh, Derek. Um, yeah, so we played that. Um, and, you know, you get your review from the coaches after the game. Oh, mine was hissing. Loved it. I never felt like quitting footy. Like, you know, after you get those reviews, eh? <laughs> Brutal, was it? Oh, right. You, you know, you open it. You, it's like you don't want to open an email. You look at it. It's like, oh, you, you just see the first word. It's like, holy, he's angry. You know, like, no, nah, I'm not going to open it. So you yeah, oh, so used
0: to write a review.
1: Yeah, you know, the coach were like, oh, look, um, they write a review of your game.
0: Not yeah. one-on-one, sit down. No, nah, oh, true, write it down. No, nah, cool. just
1: straight. Look, he's not even going to see me, so I'll just <laughs> say whatever I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember reading because I was on – so obviously uh, <laughs> the test match finished, and I got—I didn't play the last time I got suspended for a spear tackle that I didn't think it was a spear tackle.
2: Yeah, I'll grab.
1: Um, got on my holiday, and then we got the email, you know, and, you know, freak. I wanted to enjoy my holiday too. When I read that, it just I was like, "Oh crap, babe! Should I still play or should I, should I just go back to Oz?"
2: Um,
1: but I remember just getting, "Look, mate, everyone says you're a good tackler, good hitter, love the contact. I saw none of that, um, mate. Need to really rethink about what your strengths are and all those." and So on. And I would say, yeah. Like, oh. I guess, mate. Look, since you got the opportunity, hopefully you get the opportunity out of track. Then Tony gives me another different one. Um, he gives me a, def- a different review. You know, look, mate, I thought you tackled well. Thought you did your job. <laughs> um, Good cop, bad but, cop. But the, the best thing, the best thing I took out of it, Jamie just only wants the best. Out of you, I mean, like what he says yeah. is something that you just question yourself. Like, yeah, maybe I could do this better. You know, it's mm. never something to put you down. You know, some players you're like freakies, but yeah, he's good. I built a really good relationship over the years, and you know, got to yeah. know him more, and he got to know me, and um, yeah, and um, yeah, freak. And you know, Tony saying this and Jamie saying this, and I'm getting confused like frick. Was I good or was I bad? Like <laughs> freak,
0: yeah. yeah, but you you did mention it, but you and Jamie did have a bit of a father-son relationship, didn't you? Like no, you, didn't. Were, you were you're pretty yeah. close.
1: No, he's he's just a good bloke. Um I didn't have a father-son relationship. I think we just built a good respect for each other. Um got to know him a bit more off the field, he got to know me a bit yeah. more.
0: Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think he he saw a bit of you in himself. Am I right? <laughs> it,
1: well, what is it that he saw though?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. I remember you telling me that after you, you oh, I think you're gonna no. you, you were gonna quit. Um, you were gonna quit uh, the Japanese side, and he sat you down and said, "I I see you in me. <laughs> you you're like a young Jamie Joe." No, no, he's he,
1: nah, he's He's an awesome coach. He's probably one of the, no, probably one of the best coach I've been under. You know,
2: yeah.
1: Especially with Phil TTR. Yeah, but he's. I tell everyone, you know, when he's in the building, not like I've been to every meeting with footy, um, like footy teams, but when he's in the room, the room's quiet. Though. Like everyone's got yeah. their books open, their pens that don't. A lot of them don't even trot down and don't even use anything. <laughs> Especially the Island Boys, that pretend to write something. <laughs> Um, that's so funny, man. Like, the funny thing I get out of Jane, like, he'll ask the boys a, a question, but he, he's already got an answer, right? Yeah, so you say something, he's like, oh, Mate, what's your thoughts about this? And no, there's no wrong answer. You say something, he's like, Yeah, look, I'm not saying the answer's wrong, but I think it's this. Would you agree on that? And you're like, Yeah, I think, it's, yeah, oh, good, <laughs> that's good. We agree on something, you know? It's kind of like, Holy, okay, um, but uh, freaking out you know, especially the island boys, hey, freak. He loves ripping yeah. into some of the boys, eh? Hey, and it's yeah. crack because I see myself. I was like, "Oh, it used to be me when I first started footy."
0: What were the Japanese boys like with him? No, they're good. They're real respectful, eh? Hey? No, yeah.
1: they're real good. They, they, they're, they're real. Everyone's scared of him, obviously, because mm. you know when he asks you a question, you, you need you need the answer that he's looking for. But no, everyone got a got a right with him. Yeah, I, I feel like the Japanese boys, they wouldn't be where they are without Jamie. Like, yeah. to push him, you know where
0: they are at the moment um yeah and I mean what a what a world Cup they had so let let's go to the Rugby World Cup what a what a tournament home nation oh the whole country got behind you will tupo starting fullback first game sold out oh, what what a moment that must have been unreal until the first highball but <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man i could talk you through that freaking eyeball holy hell oh God. go on
0: talk me through it because i know a lot of people ask like every at the red sparks after that tournament i remember you had oh. to do so much media yeah. and q and a's and everyone remember, always remember the, boss, you the first about thing
1: he says about my my yeah. introducing me is my, my highball. was like <laughs> holy Freak. How about you just yeah. focus on running this company to victory? Nah, that's not nice. Anyways. Uh the high ball. Anyways, simple we spoke about a simple plan, what we wanted to do. We wanted to exit right. So obviously we got the ball. I didn't exit. And I was just I was beating myself, you know, you idiot. Like, why didn't you kick it out? And then, you know, obviously he kicks it up. I'm still thinking about why I didn't exit, you know. Ball comes up, I see it, and it just goes like literally just goes through my Yeah, Freak. The easiest board, you know, obviously they scored. Didn't expect them to score of that, but yeah, Freak.
0: Yeah. Crazy, eh.
1: And simple. And then like, you know, getting um interviewed and then goes, Oh, it probably was the light. Just say if it's a light, it's a light, you know, because they're they're thinking about making changes, you know. And I said, No, it wasn't a light. And I said, look, I can say it was alive, lie, but it wasn't a lie. I dropped it clean, you know. And I said, yeah. as a fullback, you know, those are, you need to – and they said, maybe you're nervous. I, yeah, to be honest, I was quite nervous. Yeah. But then more angry that I didn't exit. And then, you know, mixing those two together, there's your results, drop ball.
0: True. How did you put that to the side? Because you ended up having an awesome game other than the, the uh, catch.
1: Nah, yeah. I would have had an awesome game, but I was lucky enough to still be on it. I thought James was going to go, yep, yeah, get him
2: off right now. <laughs>
0: Five minutes into the game. <laughs> no, nah, get really him off. I've, World Cup seen, history. I've
1: seen it all. seen it all. seen it all. it <laughs> hell. Uh, <laughs> um, nah, the boys, like I said, Japan, we had a really good culture. We, we always, like, when someone made a mistake, it was all like, you know, don't worry, you know, if it was me, what would you do? We kind of had that mentality, like, would you keep going for me? So, you know, I remember yeah. you coming as a hey, heads up, tubes. All good. We got We kick off. We, and then, you know, get back yeah. on the field, get back on track. And then, you know, obviously the boys were scoring tries. Hit, but I'm still thinking about, oh, wow. I just let them
0: score. The oh, you try. were throughout the game. Oh, like, pretty
1: the whole game. I'm like, holy hecka. I'm Like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, I'm real. still thinking about it. I remember there was another high ball. I was tired of tell yes. you know, knowing played fullback. It, man, my fitness is not the best. Anyway, you know I'm trying to run there, and then I put my hands out. I'm not even there yet, and it goes it hits my <laughs> knee. I don't know how. It should have been a knock on or something. I don't know. And then I think Leechy picks it up. Yeah, been a ref. Yeah, it must, it must have felt sorry for me because I dropped the first yeah. one, so I let that go. But yeah, like I was still thinking about it. Then I remember Jamie putting me aside as mate. Look, I know you dropped the first four, but that's footy. It's World Cup. You're nervous, and I. Uh, Jamie was real good, man. He was just he's constantly talked to me. Because, mate, just get out there and just play your game. Um he'll, he'll always remind me of the good things that I did, so he kind of like yeah, helps you get back on track. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel yeah. like
0: he's got a good understanding of when guys are feeling bad already, not to sort of double down on that. But when when they're feeling like reasonably good or comfortable, I guess, that's when he'll he'll go pretty hard on you.
1: Yeah, no, nah, he was real good. So obviously we we got the win. The boys played well. To be honest, before the World Cup, I wanted to quit. Like, yeah. I uh, I didn't want to do the World Cup. Like, after I did the November test, I wanted to pull the plug because I, I got out of my Sonny's contract. And obviously, Jamie told me, mate, look, it's an opportunity that every player really wants to play. You know, I thought of that. And I was like, oh, look, one, one more um, game, like, you know, one more comp with Japan wouldn't hurt. You know, it's a World Cup. Mm. So, yeah, so...
0: Yeah, so, so why didn't you want to play the World Cup? Like, what was the reasoning behind um, not wanting to play it? I just had heaps
1: of, um, like, I just went through a lot of stuff off-field. Like, uh, I, oh, I'll say now, I, I suffered, like, bad depression and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, that played a big role. So that's why I got out of my, um, the Sunnies one, just to get on top of that. And then... Um. Yes, and I didn't want to do the World Cup. Didn't really care. I just wanted to focus on you know the contract that I had, yeah. which was Cola.
2: And yeah. then
1: Jamie, um, he was pretty good in a way because I I was avoiding emails, and he got a hold of Jazz's email. And Jazz spoke to me. Look, Jamie's not. Um, he's not uh, wrong. You know, maybe you can just do this, and then yeah. if you want to continue with the international, and then you know. So obviously uh, Jamie told me to come down to Tokyo. I flew down to Tokyo. We were caught up for coffee, and um but it was it was pretty cool, bro. it's all about family, so he, you know, I always tell the boys, man. I thought the, I thought the problem was me, but hitting the, the man brings his arm. Um, like he sat me down and he spoke to me. He showed me a picture of him being young and how he moved home and when he got married. Like it was real cool, man. And I, I learnt yeah. heaps from that. And like he said, look, we all go through it. Um, I understand what you're feeling and the situations you you know you come across um, off field and stuff and he told me look um, have a think about it. I'll give you time so he gave me time so they already started the camp and he gave me I think six weeks off if, during the camp. Everyone's yeah. pretty peed off because you know I got the six week off and they were training. <laughs> so Jamie goes, Are you ready to come back? And I was like, Yeah look I'll I'll come back and he goes, but if you don't if you don't think it's right for you after the week, you know then we can have another chat and you can tell me like oh, it's not for me. Yeah. But yeah did that and enjoyed it. Training was pretty cool. Um, Getting flogged, I I was getting a bit chubby. You know, I did have to do extras and stuff. But I felt like it was good for my mindset, like doing all these training, Mm. uh, starting to enjoy footy a bit. Um, Then Jamie was like, oh, look, so what is the World Cup? Let let us know if you still want to, you know, continue, you know, to that journey to obviously being a potential player in the World Cup, you know, so... Obviously, I did that. Still was enjoying the Wolf Then went to Fiji. Did well, they did the PNC. I was lucky enough to get picked in the PNC. And, and I kind of went, you know what? I'm in there already, so I might as well yeah. try very hard to try to make the squad. So yeah, got picked. Well, I can say the Poker. I wish I did it properly because obviously I was thinking about can't wait to finish. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's an amazing opportunity. If you think about it as a footy player, it's the best opportunity to show class, you know, give it everything. And now I'm regretting, like, freak, I wish I kind of put aside my, the things I had off field and just played.
2: Like, honestly, running out
1: in front of everyone, I was like, it wasn't really like, holy, it was like, who are they? You know, all this crowd? It wasn't (laughs) like that when I was running out. It was just kind of like a normal game. And that's because I was thinking about all this crap that was going through my head. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey.
0: So is, is depression something that you sort of suffered throughout your career? Obviously you had a, yeah. a heap of uh, I've injuries had, and
1: it I've must had have been since, tough to uh, deal with. Yeah, I've had it since, I have to say i had it since I was, yeah, when I first started NRLA. Eh? Yeah. So it's been Did needed, you know yeah.
0: it? Did you know what it was? No,
1: I, I, I didn't know. Like I had friends who go for it. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't know I had her till I saw someone two or three years ago. <clears throat> I yeah. did. I was. I didn't really believe in sitting with a, like what do you call them? Uh,
2: therapy. Oh, Doing yeah,
1: therapy. Yeah. Therapy. So I did that. Right, So I did that yeah. <clears throat> when I went back to Brizzy, and then yeah, the, the lady um, at that time was saying, "Yeah, this is not good. Yeah, this is probably something that you kind of uh, grew up with." And, yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't get real until, like, obviously injuries were big, family is a big, massive part, um, expectations of others. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it played a big role. That's why like, when I talk to my friends, they're like, man, why would you give up the World Cup? And I was like, I'd really, to be honest, I didn't really care about making yeah. it or being a part of the team, you know? like, But because I was lucky enough to, to have a good coach to talk me through it and like, you know, don't throw something that you used to love, you know, off because of one thing. So, yeah, I took a board. Uh, I took a board. His, what he said to me, his word of wisdom and, yeah.
0: Mate, how good is that? I, I knew that you were thinking about not doing the World Cup, but I had no idea it was what was going through your mind and you were suffering with a form of depression, but man, it's cool that Jamie Joe was the one to be able to sit you down and, um, convince you to play because mate, what a world cup you had. And, um, you ended up becoming the whole face of the nation for, for a while there. And the whole Japanese public loved you.
1: Yeah. Fame's not something that I enjoy, but like, yeah, it's, uh, I think we're, oh, for myself, I think it's very lucky to be able to have an opportunity to play for Japan. Uh, and being a World Cup and being the face of Japan, obviously them doing well. But you know, I take it back to all the guys who gave me this opportunity, especially Jamie. You know, if he didn't sit me down and talk talk me through these hard times, yeah, I don't think I would have had
2: would have gone seen. through.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. to be honest, he's he's a great man and he understood what I was going through. And yeah, like I said, you know, it's uh, it's something that I will look back and go, look, I'm glad I did the World Cup and was a part and played a role
0: in the team so yeah mm. it's hard to explain eh? Hey? you're off. you're off. you're right on fire anyway what what's the plans what's the plans from now you said that you're not going to play Japan anymore is that still still the plan
1: yeah i i did say to myself like after the world cup that will be my last i didn't really tell anyone i was, I think Jamie knew where my head was, I'm um, gonna kind of focus yep. on my family and whatever uh, opportunity I get in Japan. Um, if I if I do get that fire again, you know, obviously you know I'll probably try to put my hands up. But if, you know, there's a lot of good players coming up in Japan, so probably a bit too late. I will put my hands up and go, "Oh,
2: mate, <laughs> there's a
1: lot of room to fill up, bro." But nah, um, yeah, if it does come across, obviously you know that's something that I need to think about. But at the moment, I just want to enjoy footy. Mm. Or try to enjoy footy where wherever I'm at. Um, yeah, just to get that the fire burning. There, eh? it's just at the moment, it's yeah. just not. It's not happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're off contract with the Red Sparks, eh? Hey.
1: No, I got I got the op. I signed a two plus, pretty much like an optional, but pretty much yeah, everyone says it's a three year deal. Um, so I got to April next year, but apparently, um. The budget's not looking great in Cola, so I think that's the new excuse for something if you're not doing well. So (laughs) the budget, um, obviously, we got told we can look elsewhere. Um, Oh, true. Looking at my options and... Back seeing,
0: to the um, NRL, you're kidding me. Yeah. Did you say <laughs> no that? way, no way. <laughs> right. Imagine that, eh? does oh. this guy
1: I think he is. <laughs> you're you're gonna to Japan and come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, nah, yeah. So, life, i yeah, don't know what I'm doing, man. To be honest, I, all that I know, I'm, I'm still with Cola. I still wish we had the, the same lads at this team but like yeah like I said you know in this industry you can't choose what you want yeah. you just gotta go with it. it.
0: So when mm. wouldn't Coke say that they, they're having budget cuts, is that them saying that they can't afford to pay you your full contract that you've signed?
1: Um, no the so what happens, you know the club so the club obviously company you know how it works. So the yeah. company the company gives us the Budget, right? So, if they don't want to give us any money, that's why they said the budget. So, they go, Nah, oh, yeah. because we've given you th- so much money and you guys haven't really done anything with it. Well, it's pretty hard, wouldn't you? We don't buy coaches, but yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> you know, they say the budget, and like for my contract because I signed three years, they say the budget and they're saying, Look, um, so they're trying to change some stuff in my contract, and they said, No, we didn't mean it that way, yeah. So, it's kind of like I'm at the stage, oh, if they don't want to pay that money, then I'm happy to give it back into their, their budget and yeah. then I can go back on the market. But the thing is, they won't release me back on the market. Oh, hell. But the thing is, I'm Confusing. not going to stay if it's just, if it's only me. It, imagine me, it's me being called by myself and no foreigners.
0: Oh, Mate, you'd carry them, I reckon. You'd carry my them mental health is going to go glory. up,
1: and oh, I might have to get freaking, freaking, freaking. I might have to do Zoom calls every day.
0: Well, I'm here for you, bro. I'm here for you. I'll, I'll, I'll be that shoulder you just, you just sapphire to me. I'm gonna
1: have to ring you. I'll go make it. Can I do another podcast? Or?
0: <laughs> we can make it a weekly segment. Um, what about your plans after rugby? Have you got?
1: Ah, uh, It's a of? joke, bro. No. Nah. Yeah, because I've been telling myself I want to quit, I, you know, obviously I've got a good mate that obviously gave me the opportunity to come here. I've spoken to him about my plan. He sought up his company to obviously try to maybe try to keep, get this um, goal of ours going. Yeah. It's more management. I wanted to – I never had any desire on any other job, but like I just spoke about when I was stuck in Australia during the COVID, I was I went. I go visit my mate and told him, bro, do you think – will go good if we're an agent, like, you know, player agent. I think it's what, – mm-hmm. what would you say? I said, so, like, if you think about we have played a game. We know what it's like to not get looked after and not yeah. get told the right information. I would rather an agent go, look, mate, they're looking for this guy. You're not in their plans. Don't go, oh, mate, no, they still love you. And then later on, yeah, yeah no, they, they want to get rid of you. like, bro, you could have yeah. told me that, you know, so I can get around. But I just saw it – um I wanted to help players – like myself, it's more like the honest thing, you know, more respect, mm. you know, Because and I wanted to build a relationship with a player, not just like have them make my bank account. Just
0: a number, yeah. Yeah,
1: uh. I don't want them just to fill – I don't want to have someone just to fill up my bank account. I wanted to have a relationship during their career and after we can mm. sit down and have mm. a beer. and okay, go, mate, what a career you had. Yeah. Mate, now that you got a house, family, whatever the thing. And, and the, I think that was the goal I wanted to do and my mate loved it. Sold up his, um, like a building company a oh, construction business. He sold out, oh, yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's pretty he's much out. doing everything for me while I'm still playing. So he's caught up with awesome, heaps of lawyers, man. yeah. It's nothing big, but like Joe's like, Oh, do you know how to talk? I was like, Oh, well, this is the time to. To try to go back to the dictionary and find some long
0: words <laughs> so I <can> use. <laughs> Mate, you'd be good at that though, because you're right. A lot of agents, uh, I mean, a lot of agents have a, so many guys on their on their role that they don't really know who the hell you are. At, at the end of the day, oh. you're just another another person. I'm, and, I'm um, not gonna say, I'm gonna say, a can... agent.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say, a AH. agent. Like, one, of my, I'll say, my my agent comes over. And I go to her, oh, cool. Um, you go going to Panda. She's, yeah, I don't know any of them. I was like, what do you mean? She's, oh, I've never met six of them. I was, like, I was like, can you tell me how many clients you have in Japan? She's, yeah, of course.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't think she's meant to be. You know, she's a lovely lady. So she tells me she's got over 50 in this this team to this team. Then when she goes to, the other says she's got over 50. So it's like, and I was like, so you talk to her, do you, so what's the relationship with her? Do you just know the big dogs? And she goes, oh, I know majority of the. So She's naming all the big dogs. I said, What about these guys? She's, Oh, um, yeah, wherever we can help them, and you know, and I was like, Oh, so these guys get looked after first, and then she's, No, not like that. I said, Well, pretty much, yeah. And then, and then I feel bad because my agent calls with Heaps, and all the boys, like, Oh, mate, have you heard from him? But I I don't want to say yes, they go, Oh, here he is. That's (laughs) kind of like, I think that's where I got the idea, bro, because I just,
2: Yeah,
1: I don't want a big obviously a firm or agency um, company. I just wanted something to – to yes, uh, it's something that I enjoy. I reckon I'll, I'll enjoy having a good relationship with people and um, tell them how it is, you know. because yeah. at, at I the think it would be, re- be
0: rewarding too, eh? It would be a rewarding job seeing these guys progress through their careers, knowing that you can help them.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah, mate. It's, it's, it's just word of mouth at the moment, eh? Hopefully it happens. <laughs> Have you got a name for it or th- anything?
0: Because, I mean, so many footy players listen to this, l- probably looking for an agent.
1: They're like, oh, mate, he doesn't even have a name. No way. <laughs> what a start. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> What an awesome start. All these ideas and he doesn't have a name. Um, no, nah, I've got a few names, bro, about a freak. Like
0: myself, JT I'm
1: Agencies. Oh, ring him, I go, mate, do you reckon you can fund into my <laughs> new um, company? <laughs> can you spare me a million bucks? Uh, uh, freaking oh. out. Mate, old JT, man, like yourself, mate. Played with you. Freak. <laughs> learnt a lot, too.
0: What what yeah. a journey and what a career. But before we go, mate, we've got our Instagram questions. Okay, first question. Best and worst lads on a mad Monday, end of year, do. Oh, you would have had some of the greatest superstars in the world. In the world. Uh, hey, do I remember those? Um No,
1: nah, they're all done. Nah, they're all they're good lads. Um there's one stage we had a man Monday and um I wouldn't say worse, best and worst lad. And Jimmy and um had, had like a little disagreement and
0: Who's Jimmy, James, sorry?
1: Um James um Tamu, and they oh, punched yeah. each other, like, so they knocked each other's tooth and then they went to the dentist in a couple of days just to fix Yeah, said sorry to <laughs> each other. And I was like, what was that? Just so, I don't know. They had a little argument and they punched each other. <laughs> cracked his tooth, another one cracked his tooth.
0: <laughs> what who does that? But <throat> who does that, though?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, best and <laughs> worst, lad, man.
0: What about the best? I know who it is. I'm just waiting for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah,
1: there's a lot of good lads, man. I can't, I can't answer that. There's heaps.
0: But oh, JT, T- he he was like, tell us one more JT story on a mad Monday because you used to tell me these every day. I used to love. Them.
1: <laughs> oh, you are such a... <laughs> nah, he's a good, no, nah, he's a good man, man. He goes, mate, give give my pass my wallet around to the lads let them grab their own drinks and meals.
0: Bullshit. He's like, oh, <laughs> nah,
1: we're joking. <laughs> 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 Bro, might as well, eh? Greek. Man, I, I was bringing coins out when I was going out. I was like, holy,
2: hopefully the boys shout me. <laughs> Man, I only had enough of the
1: taxi there and back. Um, Willie Tonga was one of the best guys. I've. Oh, Willie
2: yeah, Tonga, yeah.
1: Always looked after me. Um, Ray Thompson, yeah, he's, he's another good kid that I looked after. Um, Worst lad,
0: nah, bro, no, that's, yeah, I'm, that, yeah, that's a good answer. I'm happy with that. Okay, did JT's laugh ever annoy <laughs> you? Nah, I loved it. <laughs> <Nah>. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: you would have made him do nah, it all the time because you're cracker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: no. Nah. I don't think it was annoying, like, as you, like, hear it now, it's like, oh, true, that's what he sounds like, but, like, in the moment, eh, I don't really, I've got an ugly laugh myself, you know, but, yeah, <laughs> didn't, no, it didn't really annoy me, it was quite normal, to be honest.
0: Yeah. yeah Does, I, that you, a laugh, eh? Does that annoy no, you, Jimmy?
1: Does that annoy you, too? A
0: big, I'm a big fan, man. <laughs> I can't wait to get him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, you'll hear heaps of laughing, too.
0: <laughs> You've got the hookup. Anyway, okay. Did you ever like rugby?
1: Yeah, I think I love league more. Not gonna mm.
2: lie.
1: Yeah, I I, I like rugby, but I love league. Yeah. two different games, but yeah. Union's more of a thinking game, eh? You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like I remember going to the oh, fourth. Yeah, and I did, never league. played
2: league, but yeah.
1: Oh yes. Oh league. No, you know what? About correct myself because all the league are there. what do you mean no nah, but no nah. <laughs> nah, like I said I no I, I, nah, I loved I loved union but to be honest I miss like maybe because I'm playing union at the moment but yeah yeah I, I watch more league than I watch union fair
0: enough okay this is this is on that what did you find the hardest about your transition from league to union eesh is a good question
1: mm. um maybe passing like Because I was used to passing the league style. Like, yeah, then Mm. going to union trying to – I don't think I ever was a good passer anyway when I was playing union. But, yeah, trying to make that uh, transition. Um, Kicking, because in league, the centre's wing don't really – Never, yeah. Never kick, you know. You either run lines or you're a tackler. Um, That was the hardest, maybe learning how to kick. I knew how to kick, but not kick the way – you look at all the setters and fullbacks now kicking, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, I had to practice how to do that. Defending was massive. And union, you know, you got front door, back door, whatever. An extra man comes around, holy hecker. League mm-hmm. is pretty much, you know, you stay on your own. Yeah, there was a lot of things. Um, working off the ball. Yeah,
2: Um yeah.
1: In Union, you know, I remember running one board and just yo, done my job, <laughs> crashed it. <laughs> <Park out.
2: laughs>
1: oh, yo, done my job, passed it. Someone supported. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, just <laughs> those stuff. Um, yeah, to me, it was quite hard to be honest. Um, I think once you've done both games, you understand because you've done a league, like you know, you play a league for a while and you forget where you sit in Union and when you, you know, when you go back to league. Vice versa, so, yeah, vice so You forget the little yeah. things that you should be doing. Little details.
0: Um, good answer, mate. Real good. Okay, this this is still on that people loving the league union stuff. How do you think TJ will go for the Roosters?
1: Oh, I reckon he'll go awesome. I reckon Perinara, in one thing, league. I mean, hooker or um, five eight.
0: Hooker, I think.
1: I reckon he'll go good. He's, he's quick off dummy half, like as he is now. He's smart. Um, he's a barker. That's what you need from a hooker, directing a mm. big pig. I, I reckon he'll kill it.
0: Is it true that you bench press 200 easy? It's from Rampage. What a lad.
1: Oh, wow. Here he is. Wait. I can't even, I'm still working on benching 100, bro. big. So. <laughs> <laughs> If I did 200, I'll leave. We'll be partying for a week.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, that's not true.
0: Okay. This one. Have you got a story on JT? Your favorite story. JT story. This will be good.
1: Um, My favorite JT story. No, I don't have a favorite one. I, I have a, a good supportive one. I, I remember having... um. So anyways, Jazz was pregnant, wasn't William, was, uh, we had a miscarriage obviously um, and we had we were flying out to Sydney, coaches were saying they understood my situation but really they didn't. Um, JT told me, mate, you don't have to go on this plane if you didn't so we were waiting on the, all the boys were on the plane and he was like, came and spoke to me, he told me what the situation was and I said, look, the coaches wanted me to come and gets guess, mate, it's up to you. If you want to come, come. And I said, oh, I'll come. So, anyways, end up going, and he spoke to the cage for me, and I found out that we lost our little one. And he, we got, we did a beach walk one morning, and he like took me aside and spoke to me, and like you know, to have someone like that to you know to acknowledge something like that, it's just like mm. pretty cool. Yeah, you know, to tell me like mate, mate, just go out there tomorrow and have fun, and you know, you um, just make sure you know all the boys are behind you and stuff. So, sure. uh, yeah, what, uh, what I remember I mean. kicking, I was I was trying to pretend I was a kicker at uh, during training time and obviously, you know, kicked a lot of uh, a lot of um, balls that didn't go through and kicked some. And he's like, mate, why don't you even try to kick? And I was like, oh. I remember telling him, nah, man, that's not for me. He goes, mate, you never know if you, yeah, you, you never know if you have a crack at it. And I remember having a crack at 20s sometimes and, yeah, he said, mate, you should keep going. I'm not a kicker. I just found out I'm not a kicker. Man, just just a number. <laughs> no, nah, he's a man, bro. I don't know. There's there's a lot of good things I could say about JT. Um, it's I don't know. I, I like I remember he organised every Wednesday we have our uh, hogs breath, all the lads get together. He organised that. Uh, he tried to build a culture. Um, I remember one stage where we, I think we didn't. Get any money for our Mad Monday because
2: <laughs> we oh, sucked, that's right.
1: and the man, yeah, <laughs> uh, rumor was like, oh yeah, the man slapped some money on the tab, and Oof. had to put my coins yeah. back in my pocket. I was like, yes, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, man, what he waxed some whacked some money on the tab when they obviously we didn't get any uh, money from the club, but yeah, now. Only good news, bro. He's the man.
0: Right. Yeah. And you obviously learnt a bit off him because you were doing that at Coke um, last year. You were the one paying those bills. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, freak. That's why we're just eating Lawson food from now on, you know. Like, freak, where did the money go? No, no way. Um, yeah, no. You know when you get under those guys, you know, you learn stuff from them and then you kind of now, because I'm a bit older now, I'm a lot older now, so, you know, you try mm. to learn from these experiences and then use it, mate. Eh?
0: That's for sure. Oh, last, oh story. last question. Last question. What's one piece of advice you'd give a young kid coming through the grades?
1: Uh, one piece of advice. I think, but, uh, like One thing that I would say is never let anyone tell you that you're not good enough mm. or you can't be something. It's it's always, yeah, keep working hard and never let anyone tell you that you're not good enough or tell you what you can't do, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I hear you, mate. That's unbelievably good advice. What a journey. Like I remember 11, year, 11 years ago watching you. You were my hero. I had your poster on the wall. Now I'm your mate. Played with you oh, at the Red is. Sparks, mate. What a it's journey. A- it's been it's been such an awesome time no, getting to know I, I, you. Um, no, seeing yeah, you. Too, you, even you even bought a computer to come on the podcast. I mean, that's that's go. next level commitment, mate. But really appreciate you coming on the podcast, no, giving mate. up your time, bro.
1: Thanks, brother. No, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, uh, really enjoy watching your party, and uh, hopefully, um, this one adds on um, some good vibes, eh?
0: Mate, this some of the best vibes ever. And, oh, I haven't even talked about your podcast yet, but Japan Weekly. You want to give that one a shout out? One yeah, of the yeah. greats.
1: Freaking hell. Mate, look, funny. You see, mate, you're putting me on the spot. I don't even know what the podcast name is for. <laughs> Japan, Japan Weekly. Weekly. Oh, damn
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy anger. Oh,
1: freaking <laughs> hell. We must be doing awesome if I can go there. Freaking hell. Nah, no, that's, Japan that's Weekly. Good, nah. Though. Jump on Japan Weekly.
0: You and a few Red Spark boys just talking about a bit of top league, inside, Japan top yeah, league, eh?
1: Yeah, of Japan. Um, yeah. Hopefully there'll be more hey, coming up. We just need That's to right. um, get some guests more. I think we need to interview you, bro, like just uh, let us know what your thoughts of Japan and Red Sparks, eh? Hey.
0: Anytime, mate. I'm I'm here. Uh,
1: man, i I'll be, I'll be, be happy cool. to get you on.
0: Oh, that'd be my dream. i always wanted to get on Japan Weekly. Love it. Favorite podcast.
1: <laughs> man. you're a funny joker, eh, man? See, I missed your sense of humor, man. You don't even know when you're serious. Nah, Anyways,
2: Yeah. Thanks, man.
1: Hopefully this party's um, actually decent, eh? I'm, I'm, I'm sure I didn't really answer the questions,
0: but yeah. Hey, <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> thanks for there coming you. on, brother. Nah, thanks,
1: brother. Appreciate it, man. Send my love to the
0: family. Hey. Take care, bro. Hey, likewise, bro. Wanna last, wanna last, wanna